Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Creative Nature Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a minute. I mean, not much more, but still. And I'm excited to bring this little episode your way to celebrate the beginning of autumn in the Northern Hemisphere. Alice Barclay-Cad, my guest for today, has such a unique and beautiful and needed and empowering approach to astrology. And so I really hope you'll listen and feel inspired to read that book, which is really awesome. I can highly recommend it. And check out their blog and just learn a little bit more about the stars and the planets and how you relate to them. There's not a ton new in my world and to be totally honest, I'm quite grateful. I feel the experience of being alive at this time is still a lot to take in in a way and I'm still recovering from second surgery on my leg and just from life and the pandemic. So I'm taking it super easy and my world feels pretty small in a good way. I'm just here in my home and in my garden processing stuff, reading books, making art, and working, of course. And yeah, thank you so much to everyone who supported my sale a few weeks back. That has been super supportive for my winter and just really grateful for the conversations I had with people. I'm really excited for the projects I'm going to get to work on this winter. I'm really looking forward to the stories we can at the end of October that some of you have signed up for that you can still join if you like and then also the mending together program that i will run in november in my other business Yara digital i'm shifting a little bit towards working with eco-friendly web design which i feel almost ashamed to admit is something that is, has kind of been new to me this year and i regret not really paying attention to the ways in which the internet is causing actually quite a lot of um, emissions earlier and this past Friday for example has been this international day of action against climate catastrophe and I felt sad not being physically able to be on the streets and at the same time felt really excited to look at this part of my work and how it affects the climate and what I can do about that and how I can shift things and talk about the internet and how it could be better and greener, if you will. It's a weird way of saying it, right? Anyway, I'm sure you know what I mean. So I'm excited to share more about that as I learn more. But for now, um, enjoy this interview. I'm wishing you a beautiful, restful, gentle weekend, and I will be back with another episode really soon. <laughs> hey everyone i'm giggling because zoom has this new feature where it says out loud a uh, recording in progress and when this first happened to me i was so scared i was like oh my god what's happening but anyway this is not what i want to talk to you about today i'm actually really excited to speak to um alice Bagley cat who's written a book called uh, post-colonial astrology and I'm really struggling to find the words around why this work spoke to me so much, why I love the book and why it has in a way like really shifted how I think about the stars and astrology, but also archetypes and Gemini's in particular. <laughs> so, so they just have this really beautiful language that is both really expansive and really like 
like really deep into stories and history and and there's just so much richness but it's also really accessible and grounded and so yeah that was my little fangirl intro <laughs> Alice I'm so happy to talk to you thank you so much for making time I'm really looking forward to seeing what you want to share no thank you thanks for having me thanks for talking thanks for yeah. hanging out a little bit wait are you a Gemini no, okay. <laughs> I just, um, I'm scared of dating Geminis. Oh no. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio and I feel like there's a real polarity. I mean, obviously there's other stuff mm. going on in my chart and we're more than our sons and all that. But Gemini energy is like, I really love Geminis and I want to be close to them, but I'm also really scared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I feel like Scorpios and Geminis get along so well, actually. Like yeah. I've seen it happen like many uh, times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but we just haven't hacked it yet you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well let's let's start by seeing like how would you describe your work if someone hasn't heard about it before I know your book has just come out um you know so it's it's really fresh in the world but how would you describe your work if if someone hasn't heard about it before yeah well I'm an astrologer so mm -hmm. it means that 90% of the time I'm consulting with people um, mm -hmm. I'm talking to people about their experiences like trying to contextual contextualize that through their charts and uh, to ask them questions kind of based on it uh, I also do some writing so then there's this book that that just came out post-colonial astrology you can order it now um, and um, that's I mean yeah that book is like kind of about uh, like looking at like what is western astrology what's western about astrology um, and then I also do some writing on my website like I post articles every now and then about different things um, some delineations horoscopes like and then some like just about other things too mm -hmm. uh, and then the other part of uh, like what I do is I run a reading group too so like that's just yeah and folks who subscribe who want to support the website a little bit and then uh we we read different things every single month so this month we're going to be reading uh banu subranium's uh ghosts of darwin mm. <laughs> that's cool i think book clubs have become a really big thing in the pandemic haven't they it's such a nice way to stay in touch and also kind of learn something together so yeah cool mm. i'll check that out as well um, so this question really, I, you can take this in any way you like, but I wonder, um, like what is important to you right now and what has the pandemic been like for you or how has it changed your work in any way? Yeah, the pandemic's definitely changed me a lot. And then I'm kind of struggling to say how, cause like the last year, like, I feel like it's hard to even have any memories of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like I'm in Brooklyn we're in lockdown uh, forever it seems and then things are opening up a little bit having a lot of anxiety over that and then um, I mean I had some family death this last year too uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I was in a Scorpio moon solar return um, so I mean yeah I've changed a lot as a person I it's yeah it's hard for me to like name how yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm really happy to hear that because I've just been today kind of sitting with some frustration around how I haven't been creatively expressing what's been going on for me this past year in a way that feels tangible to me. But actually, you're so right. Like in this moment, we're recording this in early June 2021. I think we're just still way too deep in it. Um, 
to really name a lot of stuff that's been going on and that doesn't mean that we can't make art and express ourselves but it's so valid to actually also feel anxious about the shifting out of lockdowns and opening up and seeing Mm -hmm. what that means and all that kind of stuff so yeah it makes a lot of sense to me yeah (sighs) I've been reading a little bit more on your website which is really cool and by the way I'm also a web designer so I always see like web websites other people's websites I'm always really curious about you know the creative choices that people make and yours is really cool it's very you I feel like there's a real connection uh-huh. to how I experience your work and other spaces and then you come to your website and I'm like oh yeah that makes sense that's really cool <laughs> but thanks <laughs> you wrote some really beautiful stuff about gaslighting on your about page and I think it really spoke to me because it feels like such a powerful way to work with the past in a way that's not mm, disempowering to ourselves or to other people but at the same time felt like a really big shift and reframe for you so can you maybe tell us a little bit more about that yeah yeah well first of all thanks for saying that about the website I coded it myself so yeah yeah, I'm pretty proud of it (laughs) but uh yeah I mean I think that I found astrology in a moment in my life when it was really hard for me to like believe myself about mm-hmm. like, who I am, things like that. And then like somehow being able to like, you know, use this language really creatively or to kind of like make your own language, it like it really helps with these things. And it's like it's things like not being believed for your for your own experiences, whether that's related to um like you know the many different types of oppression that we have um and then sometimes like having to explain that like kind of over and over again like it also makes you feel less real mm-hmm. uh, so there's something about being able to create a language uh that just like it yeah it's really powerful too mm-hmm. it really is yeah that's so true and i also loved how you broadened that and kind of applied the concept of gaslighting not just to your individual experiences but just kind of to the more structural things that are happening so yeah of course I really recommend people to check that out they should read your book it'd be great um yeah so thinking a little bit more about astrology and what it has meant to you and how it shifted your life like what do you wish more people would knew about the stars because it can feel really kind of technical and overwhelming almost if you haven't done it before and you don't know where to start like what what do you say to people that are curious yeah yeah I think that astrology is a language for like talking about your experiences uh so it actually it changes as you practice it mm-hmm. so it's something that changes all the time in real time and um so it's not like you're like hey like you know what's my fate like let me um let me get this like report or something and then like this is what's going to happen um it or this is who I am somehow it's like it's like it's a language just like any other language so it really it changes as you use it you can use it for what you want to use it for and there's many different types of ways of using it too mm-hmm. and there's also so many more planets than the sun right like in your book you're writing so beautifully about the moon and venus and mars and saturn and I I think so often when we read like horoscopes we, we kind of stay on the surface level or just looking at our sun sign so yeah like do you when you do reading with people how do you open that up to them to kind of go a little bit beyond 
the sun? How does that usually work for you? Well, we, yeah, we look at the whole chart. So like I do share my screen and then we, yeah, we look at the chart. Uh, so yeah, I mean, a lot of times we're starting on what's like changing for the person at the moment. Mm -hmm. So then we're going to be looking at uh, the time Lord. We're going to be looking at transits because like the chart is something you had for your whole life. Like you have the same chart from when you're six to 60. Mm -hmm. So like we're looking at what's changing right now. It's constantly in motion. Um, mm -hmm. And then so yeah, we, we're looking, we're starting at what's changing. Um, so that's kind of why we don't usually start with the sun is because a lot of the solar transits, they change from month to month. So we start with the longer term changes. We, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we start with, you know, Saturn, Jupiter. Um, yeah, but yeah, you know, we, yeah, and progress moon kind of things. Um, so like, yeah, we rarely start with the sun and we're looking at like kind of basic patterns before we even get to individual planets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to ask a question that's possibly awkward. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's a silly question. And I always tell my guests, you know, and everyone I talk, there's no silly questions, just ask whatever it's on your mind. But I'm just kind of self-aware about this one. But anyway, so when I try to kind of learn about astrology makes sense of it what I like to imagine that there's the earth and I'm I'm here you know I'm embodied on this planet and then there's kind of these rings and outer planets and kind of the further out you go I guess the slower they move through mm -hmm. different signs right yeah. and I'm just fascinated about how they move through different signs like that feels really hard to visualize yeah. for me so would I be right to think of like the earth at the center of a cake and then there's these cake slices and like each cake slice is a sign and so the outer planets move slower from cake slice to cake slice I think you can think of it like that because the planets like you normally look at them like you know on one cake slice yeah and then the fixed stars like that's the stars that are not part of our solar system that appear to be more or less constant and they're mm -hmm. also moving but um and then that's the constellations that you mm -hmm. see on the outside so that yeah like you can think of it as cake slices and the thing about the chart is that it's a two-dimensional rendering of a space space time thing too yeah. so then we're taking a slice of the sky we're taking the slice of the sky of the sun's path mm -hmm. throughout the yeah so like yeah the ecliptic like that's that's the sun's path too mm -hmm. um so like then like you know you have to look at um yeah you have to look at like you know the like the z-axis too mm -hmm. like um <laughs> it blows my mind that people used to do this without computers you know we I have know. all these cool tools now where you can like you know get your map and your slash and you can <laughs> see stuff moving and now it's even animated sometimes but like People used to do that with pen on paper. That's just why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's. Like, I think in the past, if you bought like a you know horoscope or something, like it would just be the image. It would mm. just be the birth chart, it, like calculated for you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's kind of cool now. We have like programs to do these mm -hmm. things. Like we could do more interesting things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my next question is um, how you got into this and how you kind of deepened your work into post-colonial post astrology specifically. So you already mentioned that you came to this work at a point in your life where it was hard to kind of trust in your own stories or in your, in your narrative. And 
like but you have developed so much depth over the years and I wonder like yeah how did you when did you know that this was going to be your thing and then and then you found kind of your way of expressing that within that what was that creative process like I think like kind of over the five years that I spent like working with some of the concepts in the book like a lot of the same questions would come up when I'm talking to people about astrology whether that's like over dinner or in a community space or something it would be like hey like you know what about the global south because western astrology like tropical astrology at least is like really climate based so then uh, it kind of normalizes a certain climate and um, like you know Capricorn like it's cold and dreary because around Capricorn season it's like it's cold Mm -hmm. and it's dark Uh, and then so um, also questions about like well you know there's this other uh, type of astrology that I've been yeah learning since I was a kid from my family so like why western astrology like how's Mm -hmm. it different Um, yeah people would like a lot of times ask about climate change how that affects tropical astrology so like those were the questions that were kind of like just running through my mind like over and over again it's like I would you know talk about astrology with a group of people and these questions would always come up and um so yeah it was just like hey like this language it's like it's working in a really specific way like it's not universal like it was just kind of like made obvious to me Mm -hmm. um, by these questions yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense um I wonder what your own practice is like at the moment as we're navigating this time like how do you relate to the stars in your own practice or in your decision making or living your day-to-day life um yeah I mean like so much of my daily practice I think like it it is working with people it's listening to people um and then in my leisure time like I um like I feel like I role play a lot of like sometimes related to astrology sometimes not and then I feel like it's really it's really nice to kind of role play like an archetype too because then you kind of take it apart and then you yeah you use it however you want to use it yeah I feel like how queer people use astrology um this is something that Michael Wood's putting out was like how queer people use astrology is like really strongly like related to kink um yeah Mm-hmm. can you tell me more that's exciting yeah yeah it's just like it's taking this archetype and then just running with it like mm-hmm. kind of trying to embody it or perform it or like yeah I mean seeing seeing what it does through play like kind of mm-hmm. deconstructing it through play mm-hmm. um, yeah I think I love I really miss being in physical spaces with queers and ah <sighs> I miss it so much oh my god Um, I just love us so much (laughs) and also how we found these ways of like relating to each other and really making consent and clarity a real priority I feel like just this depth of saying this is who I am and this could how we could be and this is who I'm gonna embody for you today and like where could be healing and and both of us playing something and yeah, really exploring yeah. our shadows and also being very clear about what our boundaries around that are mm-hmm. um and it's beautiful to think about astrology being a sister well, sister is not the right word what we're talking about <laughs> but like an 
a related thing. I think uh-huh. within that, yeah, that makes sense. Right, right, right. It's totally, yeah. It's it's so similar. It's mm-hmm. like so similar to fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, you write really beautiful horoscopes as well. I read mine today, and I was like, oh yeah. Mm, okay, <laughs> that was good to hear. Um, how do you write them? Like, what is your creative practice like? Do you do you have a ritual for writing them, or like, what happens in that process? Yeah, I I mean, I just like kind of well, I like I have this template on like Figma this program, and then I um put in like where all the like changes I kind of see happening in a month is. I just mm-hmm. I look at the ephemeris, and then mm-hmm. um and then I just sit there and look at it for a while, and then I maybe like choose an image. Mm-hmm. and then um I'm like yeah it's just like I'm, I'm just sitting there and looking at the configurations and maybe trying to like see like yeah to kind of build meaning from it uh and then for the for the sign by sign like horoscopes I'm putting the sun in the first house and then just mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah mm-hmm. horoscopes like I feel like horoscopes like get shit on a lot like oh it's not like you know real astrology or something but it's hard mm-hmm. actually like yeah it's a real skill and I feel like um something that's really exciting happening with horoscope is that like a lot of people they're not doing the whole like you know this is what's going to happen to you like watch out for this like relationships and um and work kind of thing mm-hmm. uh like people are really like using horoscopes to sometimes like give people recipes or like to ask questions or just like make it more like poetry mm-hmm. yes I think so many things in life should be more like poetry to be honest that would mm-hmm. solve a lot of problems in the world <laughs> yeah um Mm-hmm. yeah let me look at my questions I'm like oh there was so much more I wanted to ask you um yeah I would love to know about how you're relating to the moon at the moment if you have like a practice of tracking mm-hmm. looking at the moon in some way or like how does that feel for you yeah I think the moon's in Pisces right now um I slept a lot last night I didn't <laughs> go to bed but I slept until like 10 mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I usually get up much earlier. Like, this is an anomaly. So I feel mm-hmm. a little bit out of whack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is there anything else that you would like to share or talk about that you feel is important around the work that you do? Mm-hmm. Check it out. Check out the book. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah thumb through. Like, the book, it's, um, it's not, like it's not like a study of astrology or anything Mm -hmm. what it is is like it breaks down each planet archetype and there's seven traditional ones so that's the ones we focus on Mm -hmm. um because a lot of the modern planets they don't have as long histories of being practiced that's why and then so we're breaking down these uh planet symbols like their words that's why they're called etymologies Mm -hmm. and then it's like the book it's like it's useful for people who practice astrology it's not like an overview of what astrology is it, it has like you know very like it has no historical like overview or anything like that or very little mm. um it's just like it's made for astrology practitioners mm. yeah but it feels really accessible for me as well and I really don't consider myself one. I think there's so much beautiful storytelling in it that's 
yeah, really opening some gates. So I totally agree. Yes, everyone should check that out. And where can people find you if they want to learn more or read their horoscopes? Yeah, find me on um, alicesparklycat.com. That's cat with a K. Mm -hmm. And then if, if you want to get horoscopes to your inbox, like just sign up for my mailing list. Mm -hmm. Do you offer consultations as well? I do. Yeah, yeah. They're, these are not on my mailing list at the moment. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, no, they're not on my website at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I like, like, I'm going to send out more time slots available, like sometime in July, mm -hmm. but they're going to go out to my mailing list first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Makes sense. I'll link to that in the show notes. Cool. Thank you so much, Alice. Thank you. This was really great. I feel... I hope that many people are encouraged to check out your book and just, yeah, get an insight into another way of relating to astrology. This was really great to hear. Thank you. Yeah, and it was great talking to you.